show, email us your thoughts and opinions at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook to access our listener polls. And follow at twistmyarmcast on Twitter. Listen for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And now, here's the host of the Twist My Arm Podcast. The fuck? How does Billie Eilish win like five Grammys? She's not even good. Yeah. Like, I give her props because she's really <laughs> young and she could be good some. She's like Jay Cutler. Could be good someday. You have a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, maybe. I don't know, man. I feel like her brother writes all of her music. Well, that's that's the whole thing. Like, like her brother should have won the awards, not her. Well, that's he did. Where he I'm was at. the producer on all the songs. Yeah, but she got all the fucking credit. No, he still won. <laughs> for like song of the year because he's the producer so he got a trophy along yeah. with her yeah still but he writes all of the music like and the tell. lyrics he writes all the fucking lyrics yeah. too like he does a lot of the lyrics i think that she's she's written a couple songs everybody's like, like she's the next kurt cobain i was like what oh my god what is that supposed to mean i was like <laughs> you, you had a good musician who wasn't like amazingly talented but wrote some cool songs mm, yeah I mean I don't even really like Kurt Cobain well it's like let's let's face it it's not like the riffs were that hard to write but, <laughs> but it was just that time period though you know yeah it's I not, still I mean it's like to- dude another band that I, I really hope that's on Riot Fest is Rammstein bro that would be fucking sick bro I want to. I want to go but see. Hang that. on, hang on. We haven't even finished this Billie Eilish thing yet. Cause well, we need to save it for the air. Well, we are recording, so it doesn't even matter. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I think she's overrated. I think, who who was it? Some was it you that posted? It was like, yeah, it's yeah. me. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I totally wholeheartedly agree. I got a lot of flack for that. A lot of people Do got angry. At me. Leave her alone. Yeah, <laughs> you're lucky she sings "Bad Guy" for you, anyways. Like. <laughs> God, dude, yeah, and it's like it has a like I'll, I'll admit it has like a catchy little like music like riff to it, but like dude. it's not even her that like wrote the riff though, right? Like, and if if she was writing all the music herself, and I was like, oh man, damn, she's only like seventeen or eighteen, and she's writing all this cool shit, like, all right, but but she's but she's not, she's not, and I mean. <laughs> In all honesty, the Grammys are a scam anyway. Because, like, who should really... I mean, Lana Del Rey should have won Album of the Year, hands down. Yeah. I've listened to both of the albums, Lana Del Rey's and Billie Eilish's. What, the Norman fucking Rockwell? Yeah. I thought that was a good album, but... when I, when I at I least went, got through that one. I couldn't get through Billie Eilish's stupid well, fucking album. Well, like, Lana Del Rey, it's just... You have to be in a certain mood where you just have a resting bitch face and you're just... Oh, and Billie Eilish, you don't? No, and I'm I'm just saying with Lana Del Rey, she's a good singer and songwriter, but it's like not something I'm just going to pop in and be like, yeah, let's go listen to some Lana Del Rey. (laughs) Nah, it's like, man, if I'm feeling like shit, I just want to go and like fucking be depressed. Then I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, let's do it. So some summertime sadness (laughs) and go, go drink a shit ton. But I mean, I guess she, she's like, good live too. I just saw her recently, and I saw her at Coachella. She's she's pretty good. That's what I'm saying. Like she's, I caught it. I feel like she's way better than she writes all of her own shit. She's just she's super talented. Like everyone, yeah. 
talks about Billie Eilish's voice and how good it is, and it's like, I don't know, Lana's is uh, so much better, dude. I don't know. Kanye West would have begged to differ and been like Beyonce. Get the fuck out of here, fucking Kanye. Um, Who else cleaned up at the Grammys? Anybody else do really well? I didn't really watch it this year. Just, I mean, Billie Eilish did most of the, the winning. That sucks. Let's see. I'm, I'm gonna look that up. <sighs> anyway, don't. Welcome to the Twist Modern Podcast. We're chilling. What up? Sitting here talking shit, obviously about Billie Eilish. Record of the year. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, she got record of the year. She got song of the year. Um, but look who she was going against. Bon Iver, I don't like Bon Iver. He's yeah. great. Are you uh, serious? Do you not like him? Ariana Grande. Yeah, that's see, that's what I'm saying. The Grammys are old just a ta- fucking Old scam. Town Road. Like, come on, Lizzo. Oh my gosh, and Post Malone. See, wasn't Post Malone's album really good too? He's all right, but it's just like it's nothing that really just where I'm like, oh man, I really really like this. Um, I just it's uh, so frustrating. It makes me laugh because people are like, another one that everybody's like, man, Ariana Grande, so ambitious. She just she did two albums in one year. I'm like, dude, she has oh like God. Max Martin, all these people that used to write all the Backstreet Boys and yeah, like the catchiest songs. I'm like, yeah, she doesn't even write her own songs. She like, shows up to the studio to sing a little bit. She's talented at singing, but I'm like, if she even goes to a studio, I bet she does most of that shit in her house. Well, I would have a dope ass studio in my house too. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, she, it's not like she goes to the studio and fucking records. Right. And then Billie Eilish, yeah. See, there's just no nobody she's competing against. Like for best new artists, it's like Little Nas X and Maggie Rogers, and I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> like Lizzo, oh my gosh, terrible, <laughs> horrible. Not a Lizzo fan? No, she is awful. Mm. And people are gonna be like, oh, it's just because she's a little bit heavier. I'm like, no. Adele was heavy and she sings great. Adele's way better than. And now she got all skinny, so her head kind of looks all weird. <laughs> really? Yeah, she got she lost like a hundred pounds. But that's well, what good I'm, for her though. That's what I'm saying. Like when people are like, "Oh, but you just don't like Lizzo because she's a little bit, you know, on the bigger side." I'm like, "No, nah, man, shit." Like Jennifer Hudson used to be big and she sang really good. Yeah. Um, no, again, I think the Grammys are just a fucking sham, and they, they like. There's not really any dude. There's just like real no, talented artists on there. The, the only They're all produced albums right. by, you know, big famous producers. That I did like for all these um, pop stars. Rodrigo Gabriela won. Um, what was it? Um, best. I forget what which one. Best contemporary instrumental album. This guy's okay. are good. But like, uh, how, best, many, best how many? What was he going up against? Rodrigo Gabriel, they were going up against like Lettuce, who's also pretty good. They're more jammy, but you know. But still, and that's that's the thing too. That's like a famous thing. Like Rodrigo Gabriel is way more popular than Lettuce. Yeah, those guys are fucking talented, though. Yeah. Best rock. I was kind of shocked that. Um, but who was like really best rock performance? Bones UK, Britney Howard. I guess Karen O and Danger Mouse, but the winner was Gary Clark Jr., which I'm like, yeah, he should be the winner. He's the most talented, <laughs> like, artist, besides, like, Danger Mouse as far as a producer, but Gary Clark Jr. kills it at guitar. Yeah. 
Yeah. Either way, I you know, I wish there was like a real awards show that was, you know, voted on by Tool actual up, people. Tool ended up winning and for best metal and I was just like, I didn't even like best that metal? album. I didn't really like that uh album. Who were they going up against? They're Kill Switch and Gage, I Prevail, Death Angel, uh Candle Mass featuring Tony Iommi. That that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Tony Iommi yeah. was from Black Sabbath. Yeah. But yeah, like I Not look at the, I look at the, that either. No bear tooth on there. No, right. No blink One Eighty Two for, well, best rock album was cage the elephant, but they're going up against the cranberries. <laughs> Bring me the horizon. And oh. I prevail and rival songs. Alternative album was Vampire Weekend, and they're not good. Oh, my God. See, it, this is just all awful. It just all makes me so sad. All these fucking artists. And Terrible, I mean, bro. Some of them are okay, but... But most oh, of them geez, are just not dude. good. Like, uh, I, I'm just, I'm going to put this away. This fucking, just yeah, makes let's just, me sad. Let's continue starting this show. This is the Twist Modern Podcast. We are... Uh, normally, we do the Movement Podcast, but uh, we've been kind of absent for a minute. We had some... We had some technical issues here at the studio, so uh, my mixing board actually shit out on me um, a few weeks ago, and so I had to save up, and luckily the boys here, Evan and Justin, helped me Let's, pay well. for a new board, and, and we're we're rocking again. Um, I did just, I, I uploaded a new episode. Our last episode was actually two episodes in one, um, as we had recorded them, but by the time I went to go edit them, the mixing board had already kind of shit out, and I got... I got a little in my feelings and was just kind of like, oh, fuck it. And so, well, I was just, I was just fucking sick and I'm still, still recovered, like just barely recovered from that. I thought I had the fucking coronavirus, but I just had the Modelo virus. So, you know, oh my God, the cheaper one, you know, it was just like the cheaper version that didn't kill me, you know, thank <laughs> fucking God, you know, that voice you're hearing, his name is Evan. He's what the co-host up? of the podcast. He's, I fucking missed you people. He's, <laughs> he's usually here uh, all the time, um, but the last couple episodes was just Justin, um, and Justin's daughter is actually sick tonight, so he had to take care of her. Oh, baby girl, I hope Which, she feels better. Yeah, for sure. All the hugs and well wishes to you guys. Yeah. Hopefully she gets better soon. Um, this week, like I said, it's just a TMA, so we're going to kind of just go through all of our, all of our articles and just talk just kind of hang out in the studio and talk some shit for a little while i feel like that would right. be fun you know yeah got so much to say so much shit has happened yeah we talked about uh obviously we were just talking about the grammys a little bit and um or our just, thoughts on that or just what the record labels buy the fucking awards where yeah, they're like the producer yeah. awards right i don't know man it's it's awful I, especially this year i was just like I didn't watch the ceremony, but it's just, yeah. I'm looking down the winner's list and, like, the nominees. I'm like, what the fuck happened to music? Like, what? Yeah. But, yeah. And, you know, staying on the staying in the music segment here, um, today, Friday, January 31st, the day that we're recording this episode, was the day that My Chemical Romance tickets went on sale. They went on sale at noon yep. today respectively for each different time zone, I think. And uh, tell us a little bit about your experience trying to buy some, some My Chemical Romance. Oh, it was, it was one of the worst things ever. Not, well, can we really, 
can we really just like step back and be like, am I surprised ever since Ticketmaster took over the booking and like the ticketing for the Pepsi center and all those, all those, uh, like affiliated, like Dick sporting goods, all those, you know, arenas and stuff that are associated with Cronky sports entertainment. Uh huh. It's just like, yeah, it, you just know it's going to be a ripoff. It was $200 and you weren't even on the floor yet. Like, what? Uh, yeah. $200 I, um, per ticket? I was like... Was that before fees, too? That was before fees, bro. <laughs> I was even trying to get the $200 tickets for us earlier, because I was like, well, fuck it, you know, YOLO, you know, let's just go and do this. Just fucking have fun, yeah. But to put it in perspective, just three days ago, I I bought... Or no, just yesterday, um, bought Roger Waters tickets, and they were significantly cheaper than that. I got him Roger for like Waters and he's from uh Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. And he spends millions of dollars on his shows. Like when we was my brother and I saw the wall tour, uh-huh. he did the Pink Floyd the wall and then he had like a gigantic like it was the size of a car. Oh uh like aircraft that flew through the Pepsi Center and crashed into the wall, dude. It was fucking cool. Oh my god. And that's and that was like $185 for what was, floor seats. And that was after that was after fees. Oh my god. And I paid less to go see Paul McCartney. I've paid, all, I'm like, that's like a Beatle and the main so, guy from Pink Floyd, like the main songwriter. It drives me nuts because, like, what makes this band so? I mean, I get it. They're hyped. They're hyped so hard for the last what five years. There's always some sort of rumor that My Chemical Romance is going on tour, and it ends up being not true. And you know, the, the hype train has been well has been gaining speed for a while well so, that's because the rest of the band is like well fuck you gerard way like you got you got your netflix show you did your comic books it's time for us to make some squirrel bro yeah and, <laughs> I, I mean, but I they, they that, played though. it well though like i didn't think that like i was about to pay like 200 bucks to go just Dude. to go see them that for one night that's crazy yeah, and and after fees it was two hundred thirty five dollars. Oh my God, dude. I was like, dude, it's fucking to, nuts. That's as much as the Rolling Stones, bro. There's, and they're all pretty much still alive from the original band. Oh man, and there's no way, like nobody's. And I mean, no there, there were people that paid for it, but like, not me. Did you end up? Uh, we decided that we were gonna do something different. So Did you end up getting that. Or so it wasn't buy even right now. I don't even remember who it was. A friend of mine posted earlier he's like before the tickets went on sale and and i and i thought you know they'll probably add another date or something and it was gonna be 80 bucks a ticket i was like yeah it's gonna be expensive it's probably gonna be like 80 for you know before fees and it's gonna be like 100 bucks but i i can i can do that i'll do it right but yeah 200 and then even nosebleeds was like 79.95 before fees so you're looking at like 95 bucks and you're like way up there you can't even hear it yeah I'm like, this is bullshit. So we decided we're like, I don't know. I saw a friend of mine. He's like, fuck this before that even went down for the on sale. And he's like, why don't you just go to Riot Fest? I was like, the more and more I thought about it, as I was struggling there for like 45 (laughs) minutes trying to buy tickets. Trying to get in the line. And then it's like, gives you this. I felt like I was on the equivalent of when I used to call in a movie phone. Do you remember that? When you call in and you're trying to get the movie times. And it's always like, please enter the zip code of the theater you want to go to. And then you're like 
typing it hella fast. And it's like, you've exceeded the time limit. That's how I felt every single time. It's like, I chose the ticket. I was like, oh man, well, it's going to be like 200 bones per ticket, but I'm oh, fuck it. I'll pay it. Let's go. Yeah. And then it's like, you've, ex- it's like another fan got to you, got, got to, to the tickets, tickets before you. Yeah. I'm like, this is some bullshit. There's no way these people are that quick, man. I'm, I'm a hella quick. And I, I usually get to go to like the rarest concerts cause I'm right on there. I'm yeah, on there. Yeah. Like I, I even <laughs> try to figure out if there's going to be a weight room, like with, like a like a holding a list, list a, queue. a queue and then that's why i always just get on there like half an hour before the tickets actually on sale but they didn't have a queue until right when they went on sale and then right. like dude it was it was bad dude i was sitting there it was like still two thousand plus people in front of me i was like this is fucking bullshit yeah and so man just to put it into perspective before we go any further um there's D- an article don't sugarcoat it tell me how there's how an article from alternative press and the oh my god it's fucking ridiculous the headline my chemical romance sell out entire north american tour in under six hours and we're not talking like little tour this is 245,000 tickets yeah within six hours like that's six hours and they're expensive too they're not like yep. where you're getting to see this band you're like all right well 45 bucks they're gonna sell at the pepsi center that's kind of like what um panic of the disco does they make it like yeah, 50 yeah. bucks so then they can just sell it out, you know, yeah, like, and that's, that's pretty fun. cool. Yeah, yeah. And then you get more fans, but yeah, it was like, it was like Metallica. I paid less to go see Metallica and Avenged Sevenfold at Mile High Stadium. Yeah. I was right there, dude. Like, that's that blows Jesus, my mind, man. bro. And it's like, uh, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, so, so did you end up? Did you save? Did you save it for now? Or are you gonna get these tickets now? Because we've we've decided that because. Because we couldn't get tickets for this show. Obviously, the the ending of that story is that we couldn't get tickets for the My Chemical Romance show. But we decided that we're going to take a TMA road trip out to Chicago for the three-day Riot Fest in September. Dude, it's going to be a good one. And they're going to probably have a pretty huge lineup. Chicago always has it. I'm, you know, just, just because of the fact that I've never been to Chicago, I haven't really been to a full festival. I've been to like one day of Riot Fest, but I haven't been to like a full, and Chicago is supposed to be, you know, huge. Like it's one of the the best Riot Fest. Denver was just kind of a, a treat. I don't know, man. Like we used to throw some really good ones and then the but guy died or whatever. They weren't nearly as big as Chicago. I don't know, dude. Like, no yeah, way. there's no way. Yeah. But still we had some like really good ones. We had like tenacious D with, Oh yeah. With, no, I'm, not, uh, I'm not saying we didn't have, have good but, ones, but like, but the, the shit that sucks is they don't have those anymore here. Yeah. Cause we used to have like really good ones. Like, but well, it's it not as good sad, as Chicago. I mean, the booker, the booking agent passed away and it, I mean, it's hard to find an agent like that that he probably works for pretty cheap or something, you know. Well, no, he probably just knew everybody. He probably just like had like networks with everybody. So that, too. that also helps. But um, but we're gonna go to the Riot Fest, and that's gonna be tight. yeah. So that's in September. Um, we're definitely gonna. I I really really want to like document this whole trip, right? For our show, like I want to. We even when we're on the road. Like we're gonna have to take the laptop and the and the mics and we'll fucking record when we're driving out there on the road trip. We'll right. you know do some do some crazy shit <laughs> along the way and then and then we'll have to we'll have to podcast in the hotel room. I think I think we'll have to have like 
end of night, you know, podcasts or something like like a. Like this a could either cap. be very good or very or, bad. I mean, I think it'd be a lot of fun, and and I mean, we're gonna we're gonna splurge. I feel like it's it's a good idea to splurge. You know, like we're gonna go see eighty bands. Might as well get the nice tickets. So maybe we'll meet somebody. Right, that's what I'm in, saying. In those in the VIP rooms that we can bring back to the hotel and fucking interview. I, I mean, it's a long shot, but you never know, man. Right. I'm really excited. It should be. Are you doing it right now? Yeah. He's purchasing these tickets right now. As we are recording this show, this kid is purchasing our tickets for Riot Fest right now. Three-day passes. I'm stoked. This is going to be great. High five. Okay. <laughs> i got to make sure I type this song. So the only the the funny thing about this is the only band that has been announced for Riot Fest is My Chemical Romance. No other bands have been announced yet. But it's the fifteenth anniversary of the whole entire festival, so they're probably gonna throw something oh, like. Shit. So I'm guessing oh, I'm shit. I'm throwing out a lofty goal here, but I'm thinking it's gonna be My Chemical Romance and Rage Against Machine. Oh, it's in Chicago and sure. it's near the election. So oh, you're yeah, like, that's true. so you're like, oh shit, like this could be. That's true. Like, and they always they'll maybe throw like Nine Inch Nails or something in there too. Like, they always have something really cool. Like, and they'll have a reunion tour. So my Kim's part of the reunion, but Rage Against Machine, I'd I'd be on the lookout for that one. That's a that's a good call right there, man. I would love, obviously, I love Coheed and Cambria, and they're always at those riot fests. It'd be great to see them again. Sorry, sorry if it's so loud, guys. I I'm still getting used to this whole new setup here, so I apologize if the volume is wonky this episode. But yeah, yeah like I don't know, man. I just feel like I I feel like this year was supposed to be like my year. Everything is gonna just get better, and it's I kind of want to go do some fun shit like this year, like where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go and you know go to like a cool music festival or go Fuck to a few yeah. of them because it's like uh you know and i mean you might as well I mean, you might as well go to something like that especially after the disappointment of today shit dude that was so super lame yeah i mean what uh there was so it was i was online at work I, I was on my computer at work um trying to like in a queue um you were on your computer. Kylie was home on her computer, and then another friend of mine was on her computer just, trying to get tickets. And I none just of knew that I wasn't gonna get them. Like, like I just had that feeling in my stomach. Where yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> Ticketmaster's not gonna allow this to fucking happen because they're just gonna, they're just gonna have the bots be like, we yep. set aside thirty thousand tickets, buy everything up, buy everything up in here, and make sure that you know you drive up the costs. Just buy them up for the three hundred bucks or something. Yeah. I just like, uh, whatever, man. It, it you know it kind of, kind of makes it worth it. And in, in retrospect, and going uh, planning this trip here, September eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, Riot Fest, Douglas, Douglas Park, Chicago. The only band announced, My Chemical Romance. There are lots of question marks on this, uh, on this thing here. Full lineup announcement coming spring twenty twenty. This is going to be a big deal. Dude, I think it's going to be, gonna a, be a good one. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, keep everybody posted as time goes on. Um, we'll, you're, you're predicting rage against the machine. Uh, let's see. Big band, big band. Um, I will predict the flaming lips Okay. to kind of, to come back. It's been a while since they've done anything or maybe the shins. 
the shins would be cool yeah um, shins are always fun them or uh bro- broken bells would be cool broken bells man you know brand new could come back for the show i no, could see that i know that they had their issues with you know uh jesse lacy and his me too issues um that just sucks when it just ruins an artist for you though. it sucks but it's you know it's just a bummer because you're just like well there's so many different sides and aspects to that that I just want to. I just want to hear their music again. That's all. I just want to see them live, and it'd be cool to see them again. It's like I would um, like to see Michael Jackson, but no, <laughs> it's just like no, but it's like, well, yeah. did he do it? I hope not. But yeah. that would be just. It's so. Do you ever listen to Michael Jackson like while you're driving and get weird looks from people? Fuck no. If, if they do, then I'm just like, that's on you, man. <laughs> that's like, your issue, bro. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, do you have an issue? Like, Here's a tissue. Right. Uh, like who doesn't like Michael Jackson? Yeah, like, no dude, shit. like at least the music. Like, come on. I'm not saying the person's questionable. Questionable. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Um. So moving on from that, like I said, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on on what happens with Riot Fest. We're gonna we're gonna make a big deal out of it. We're gonna do a do some live shows on the way out. Um, people in Nebraska, watch out! I'll be out there for one day. So, let's you know. Let's have a good time here. Evan has officially purchased these tickets. Um, I have a little bit of a chub right now. I will leave the room. <laughs> I will be I will be taking the rest of the show on like one of these heads <laughs> headphone headsets like John Madden, and then I'll be in some other room. I'm not gonna be here. Oh man. Um, what do you think of this news about the? Uh, this is a total like we're just going straight straight out of left field here. But what do you think about the news of the Obi Wan Kenobi series? Oh, that is just a train wreck. <laughs> just saying. Well, we keep hearing different things. We keep hearing that it's postponed. We keep hearing that it's canceled. We keep hearing that it's moved back. Like, what do you what do you think is happening over there at Disney? I'll give you my opinion, but I think that. It's a power struggle, dude. I think Kevin, whatever his name is, that guy that does all Marvels, just gonna Kevin Feige. Yeah, he's just gonna boot the shit out of uh, Catherine, whatever her name Kennedy. is, Kennedy. Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, just he's gonna fire her and he's gonna just take over and just make Star Wars cool again. He's you like, know, I would be totally okay with Feige taking over that, um, especially because he's talked about leaving the Marvel franchise, um, not leaving necessarily, but kind of giving over the reins to somebody else. Um, and I'd be okay with that. Or John Favreau, even if John Favreau took over, Kevin Feige cool. could stay with Marvel. John Favreau could take over Star Wars. I'd be, I'd be down for that. Total, I mean, Favreau started the Iron Man universe, so oh yeah, or the the whole Marvel universe basically. I mean, and he did um, Jungle Book, Swingers, Lion King was decent, um, and Mandalorian was fucking amazing. If you didn't hear our episode, our last episode, we talk all about Mandalorian and how fucking great that series was. And I would be super stoked if he took over Star Wars. I think he knows how the universe works better than, say, Ryan Johnson. Oh, man. Or don't, even... Don't say that name. Even J.J. Abrams, man. Like, The Mandalorian was so much more Star Wars than than these movies. I mean, I loved Force Awakens. Force Awakens was good, and then... But, like, in in all actuality, that was a complete, like... I just shot by shot um, remake of A New Hope. 
I mean, if you if you watch both of those movies <laughs> side by side, it's so ridiculous because, right. like, for instance, Poe gives BB-8 the map to Luke Skywalker, puts it in BB-8. What happens in A New Hope? Princess Leia puts the Death Help Star me. pans in, <laughs> Help you only want to in R2-D2. Like, then what happens? Then R2-D2 falls into the hands of some random-ass farm boy that ends up being a hero, and then BB-8 falls into some random-ass scavenger that ends up being the hero and like you know your mentor dies obi-wan kenobi and a new hope han solo and force awakens uh the star killer base is reminiscent of the death star right i mean there's just so many so many callbacks to that and i mean dude i could go on and on and on about it they're just even the small ones just the fact that han solo talks to um bounty hunters because he owes them money same thing in a new hope he gets confronted by Greedo because he owes Jabba money. And then it's, I mean, it's, it's all basically a, a remake of a new hope. And if I think if they would have stayed, we said it before on the, on the review, but if they would have just stayed with that formula and kind of remade empire strikes back and Snoke was like, Ray, I am your uncle or something, you know, I'm your sister's cousin's grandma's <laughs> <Yeah>. brother. <laughs> And and just kind of stuck with that remake of the old ones. I feel like they probably could have, after that trilogy, done something way better, you know. But now that they've they did this awesome remake of the first one, and then this ridiculous left turn of a second movie that just fucked everything <laughs> in the asshole, and then kind of got back on track with the third one, and. But it just was too little too late, you know? They they well, crammed so much into it that... Well, that and then it's just like... The Last Jedi just destroyed it. Like, he, Ryan Johnson, you're a good filmmaker, but Look, what were you doing? he didn't destroy Star Wars. I, I, I'm, I understand how frustrated people are about that movie, but he, he didn't destroy it. He just... He just changed the projection of, of where it was going. And, like... <laughs> And it was just like it was going so great, and then you're just no. And then he wanted he, and, to surprise and, people, which is fine. That's great. I, well, I that's great. It. Write, I get it. Write a different movie, not Star Wars. Let's su- surprise us in a different way. Kill Princess Leia in that scene with when when the her ship gets shot, and keep Luke alive so he can be in the next movie to have some heroic sacrifice. I mean, come on, man! You, they could have remade that so easily where they just take Leia out and and like right then when the ship gets shot and she floats into space just take her out right then and there and I mean she died a full year before the movie even came out right didn't she well she died and then they had to use all those like bonus footage to fill in did she die after last Jedi or before because last I, after last Jedi oh man she like died during it and then they or whatever. Yeah, see, and that's what I was thinking. She died during. It was like after filming, but it was during the editing process after Rogue One came out. I think that that movie was good, man. Rogue One was great. But anyway, Everybody I'm probably wrong movie. about that too. I I'm sure she died after Last Jedi came out or something. But like, <sighs> either way, I I get it because the whole plan was that Han was gonna have his triumphant ending. Luke has his and then Leia has hers, but she didn't really get that in Rise of Skywalker. And I don't know, so many circumstantial things happen that 
whatever made it made it the way it is. Um, we started talking about this because we started talking about Kenobi and how it's been delayed a little bit. People are freaking out because they think it's canceled, but it's not canceled. Um, it has just been pushed back a little bit because they need to polish the scripts is basically what it is. So they're fixing the show and making it, I don't know, better or something. Either way, it's not canceled. It's still going on. Ewan McGregor confirmed to himself that all the rumors are bullshit. And even though, you know, things get pushed back and uh, released on a later date, it doesn't doesn't mean that they're getting canceled. So no worries there. Um, I'm definitely excited for the Kenobi series. I'm excited for Mandalorian to come out later this year. And I'm also excited that National Treasure 3 has been announced. Did you yeah. see that? I never saw any of them. Another left turn. Oh my god, I'm loving that. I'm loving this episode right now. This is great. <laughs> um, so screen gre- screengeek.net. I don't know how uh, reliable the source is. I recently found out that we got this covered as one of the most bogus websites and I feel like a fucking idiot because I always like reference those those articles and I mean it was it wasn't recently it was about a year ago that I found this out and I just I I try to check all my sources but I didn't check this one I'm sorry if I'm I don't know if it ends up being false but anyway screen screen geek.net says National Treasure 3 officially in development at Disney. Now, did you see National Treasure 1 and 2? No. <laughs> what? I've never seen it in my life. You've you've never seen the best Nicolas Cage, who by the way is a National Treasure. <laughs> Get the, fuck the best Nicolas Cage movies? No way, dude. I already saw them. I saw them. What what are they? Face Off. Oh. No way, National Treasure is way better. Oh, this uh, is going to be a good topic. No, right but Face Off is definitely one of them. I don't know. He had a good this string good. of hits. Con Air was good. Okay. Um, what else? The Rock with him and Sean Connery was good. Okay. Face okay. Off. All right, all right, all right. No, 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 no you're right. Um, I would say two of the best. Two of the best Nicolas okay. Cage movies. I would go Gone The Rock, is, National Treasure. Seconds. I'd go The Rock, National Treasure, Gone in 60 Seconds, Con Air. National Treasure 2, Face Off. That would be my top six. What about Adaptation? That was a good movie. I never saw that movie. Oh, dude, it was a good one. It's weird. Um, And also Mom and Dad would be in my top ten. I haven't seen Nicolas Cage movies. Oh, my God. Talk about, like, ridiculous, ridiculous Nick movies. Like (laughs) Like recent Nicolas Cage movies? Yeah, it's it's on Hulu. Or it was on Hulu, at least. And it's about um, basically this virus that takes over adults and turns them fucking crazy yeah and makes them murder their kids but just their kids not anybody else's kids the parents get like they turn all crazy towards their own kids so it makes it kind of weird because like there'll there'll be a scene with you know this girl and her friend and the girl's mom will try to kill her but be talking to her friend all nice like oh you want some cookies you need any sandwiches like Trying to kill her daughter. It's ridiculous, but I love it. Um, anyway, National Treasure 3. I am so excited about this because, I mean, you, you have to watch the first two. You you really got to check those out. 
They're on Disney Plus. You have that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to check that out. It's some of the, oh man, just some of the best movies. Let's check it out. I can't. I can't talk. I can't talk about it anymore because I don't want to spoil anything for you. I mean, Nicolas Cage is in it. The Wolf. What's that guy's name? The Wolf from uh, Pulp Fiction. Is oh, in it. Harvey Cartel. Harvey Cartel. Yeah, he's in it. Um, and God, there's there's a, a good amount of fair. Uh, Alec. No, not Alec. Sorry. Um, I, I'm thinking Alec 007. Sean Bean is in the first one as, yeah. a, as a villain. Um, M- Michelle Pfeiffer is in the second one as his mom. I mean, it's you got to check him out. If you've never seen National Treasure like Evan here, you should check him out and then report back to me because I promise you you'll like them. And then you'll be clamoring for National Treasure 3, which I've been waiting for for a long time, so... Um, what are, you, what are you doing over there? I don't know, dude. They're like, I don't know if they take debit or not, dude. So <laughs> I'll have to just figure that out in a minute. What do you mean? Well, because I tried to put my credit card in there and then it just doesn't. It's into the the Riot Fest thing. Yeah. So watch. So I go on to here. Two. Same tickets that we agreed to earlier, right? Uh-huh. Boom. Order now. Put my information in here. Oh, man. Here we go. I'm just getting them. Wait. I think I've... I might have found it. All right. I think he might have found it. That's fucking great. Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl weekend. We're going to make our predictions. This show isn't going to air until uh, after the Super Bowl. So these predictions are going to be funny for the listeners. Um, Alan... <laughs> Alan Stop it You eat Just eating like plastic fucking He's trying to get out <sighs> Anyway What are your predictions We got San Francisco 49ers Versus the Kansas City Chiefs In the Super Bowl I'm 54 going, I'm going with I think the Chiefs are going to win What's your score prediction 21-24 Chiefs. Hmm. Okay. All right. I don't know because it's either it's going to be either one of two things. So it's either going to be the Chiefs winning pretty close, or somehow just like San Francisco opens up like the running, and then just Jimmy Jimmy them. G just doesn't throw but like four passes they go. I feel like we've seen this Super Bowl before. Yeah. Hear me out. Okay. You remember Super Bowl 48? Was that the Broncos one where we just got destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, bro. But but you remember how we had the best offense in the league, the best quarterback, MVP quarterback that season. Yeah. Well, we, we had the highest scoring offense of all time. Yeah. So not saying that, you know, the, the Chiefs have the highest scoring offense of all time, but they have a very high scoring Offense and the 49ers have a very stout defense. And just just for like tradition's sake, who was in that game against the Broncos with the Seahawks? Who who was in that? Oh, Richard Sherman. Didn't he pick off Peyton Manning once in that game? I don't remember. Pretty sure he did. 
I just stopped watching after like the first <laughs> after snap. The halftime. No, after the first snap. <laughs> no, but seriously, after the halftime, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to watch Bruno Mars and oh he's going to fucking kill it. He did. And he did. And I was just like, that is the most sad I've ever been at a Bruno Mars concert. Oh you God. should like go and see that guy live. Yeah. So I just think the history is going to kind of repeat itself and Richard Sherman's going to gonna win again with the 49ers and they're going to kind of destroy Kansas City. Um, I don't want that to happen. I want Patrick Mahomes to win because I like him, even though I'm a Broncos fan. See, it's, I, it's, I like him. I like, torn. I like him and Andy Reid. Yeah, fuck Travis Kelsey. That, that, that guy's a tool. Tyreek Hill's a tool. Yeah, and he breaks his little boy's arm and shit. But I like Mahomes. I like Mahomes. I think he's he's great for sure. Um, and Andy Reid. I'm just thinking that he might just turn into a walrus world. <laughs> <laughs> but my my score is uh 38-35 okay. San Francisco. Ooh. <laughs> Dang. Even though I want the Chiefs to win, I think San Francisco is going to pull it out. See, I'm And Kyle Shanahan's going to redeem himself from 28 to 3. See, I'm I'm hopeful and I I like Kyle Shanahan, but I th- I'm torn because I don't want to see Max happy. Max is my roommate. and <laughs> Is he a Niners fan? He's a huge Niners fan. He's like, oh, the Broncos suck. I'm like, dude, we just won the Super Bowl like not that long ago. You guys, you know, lost to the Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> but we lost to the Ravens too, so we can't really talk shit. Do you right. think we would have beat the 49ers that year? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. We probably would have wiped the floor with those assholes. No, they were a good team because they had hardball, but then I don't know what, what the hell they were doing there. It's like, yeah, we're just going to fire the coach and just what? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, they got all new shit. Like, they got the new stadium. They got the new general manager, John Lynch. Uh, well, now they do. Yeah, but wasn't that after, like, everything? They fired Homeboy. They fired Harbaugh and, like, that current general manager, and then they no, had they everybody had, in. Well, they had brought in like uh, a whole nother team because they did Tom, what was his name? Jim Taosula or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. When they just made the surprise hire that they didn't hire Vic Fangio to be the head coach, so <laughs> they hired that guy that's instead. Right. And then Fangio left. Yeah. It was like, fuck you guys. Um, Anyways. But yeah, I mean. All I'm, I'm saying picking is, San Francisco. You're picking Kansas City. We're gonna see how this works out. I'm not. I'm not rooting for Kansas City. No, but you're City, picking them. But I'm picking it. them. Yeah. Um, I'm just hoping the commercials are good this year. Oh, yeah. I don't. They this, this have. It's been trashed the last few years. Or maybe I was just so bitter because New England was in there. I was like, these fuckers don't <laughs> even deserve to be there. Yeah, it makes it a lot different when the teams are like you kind of care about the game. Where I'm just like, yeah, there's a lot of Colorado connections. You know, you have Kyle Shanahan. You have you have um, John Lynch. John Lynch. Who else? Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. And then who else is from? There's a bunch of people from Denver. Yeah. Oh, was, Eric yeah. Bieniemy. He's oh, yeah. from Colorado. Who's a star running back for Colorado. That's right. Um, he's on Kansas City. Yeah, he's their offense coordinator. Yeah. So there's a lot of good stuff in there, and can and uh, you know New England's not playing, so that and with the possibility of Tom Brady never returning. I hope he goes to the Dolphins, bro. <laughs> I really hope he goes to the Dolphins. There's no way that's going to happen. Dude. He's going to go to the fucking Chargers. Watch he just goes to the Dolphins. That'd be <laughs> oh amazing. Oh, my God. 
They just they still draft Tua, but they get Tom Brady. Holy shit! That'd be sign so it for two years, too. or they just say fuck you to Dak and they just get fucking Tom Brady to go to Dallas. That'd be the ultimate, just oh like fucking crazy <laughs> move that Jerry Jones is in desperation mode to make. Would well, you say goodbye to Dak Prescott if it gave you two solid seasons of Tom Brady? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it at this no, point in his Dak career. Dak Prescott has like. 10 more years of but Dak if, Prescott. But if you at least Although made it not to that good. If you at least made it to the NFC Championship or to the Super Bowl every single year when you had that quarterback. For 2 years? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nah. Now Peyton gave us a solid 5. Brady's not going to give you a solid 5. He's going to give you one. No, but if he gave you even two. He's going to give solid. you one though. You never know. But you had the. It was going to be. He's, he's probably going to give you eight games and break a fucking no. hip. So what he's probably going to do, <laughs> if if he was smart, I don't know. It's a, you'd be gambling on yourself. So you do a one and one and a player option, like what fucking LeBron does all the time. <laughs> fucking trash, dude. So here, here's I'm going to sign for this one year, and then if it and if the team sucks or like the salary caps just fucked up, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not going to be here. Yeah, I mean. I, I think he just needs to go away. He's get, he's going to break a hip. Old I, man over here. He's almost 50 years old. He's going to get smashed. Dude, I just hope he doesn't go to the Chargers that, like, or the Raiders. Can you imagine any, if they get... He, goes, he has to learn a whole new system. Think about this. He's been with Belichick for how long? His entire fucking career. Yeah, but and I would... Belichick knows him, and he knows Belichick, and Belichick knows like how to work with him, where... If he goes to any other team with any other offensive line or any other fucking scheme, which obviously it's going to be different. That dude is going to get wrecked. He's going to get wrecked. No, not if dude, that's what they said about Peyton, but and you Peyton, just, well, no. Peyton dropped. Yeah. He but, would always drop down. You think, you think Brady's going to drop down and avoid a sack? No. Well, Brady, well, although I hate him, he's not a pussy and he's just going to get his hey, shit broken. Hey, Peyton, instead. Peyton's like, I'm old. I'm not going to take this fucking shot. I'm just going to go down on the ground, not get wrecked. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Brady would do that. Well, and especially what if he gets blindsided? I think with Brady, it'd be like with with Peyton. It's like, well, you better tailor the seam, the like system to me because I've ran this. Yeah, that's like when they brought in Gary Kubiak, and I was like, well, I respect that. We want another Super because, Bowl. He's because Brady part came of, to the Broncos. Garrett Bowles would let through people all the time. Now nah, we if he went to the Broncos, we'd be in like. Win now mode. We would go trade for Trent Williams, left tackle from Washington. We would go like trade all of our draft picks for all these. Like we'd go the Rams on it. Yeah, I don't know. I I think he just needs to fucking go away. Go away, Tom Brady. No, I'd rather have I'd rather have a bright future with Drew Locke than have Tom Brady. Than have two years with old man Brady. Like if if Locke could turn even into Jake Plummer. Jake Plummer was solid. He was fine. We won like twelve to thirteen games a season. We went to the playoffs. We just like, used to get smoked by Peyton though every year. Every year, <laughs> first round it was like the, it was like the fucking Nuggets with the Spurs and the Lakers. Oh, it's like first round exit done. every single year. Yeah, well Peyton would just pick us apart, dude. Just destroy us. And I remember every season I'd be like, we're going to the playoffs. Who are we playing? Oh, fuck, the Colts. Well, that's like playing. Great. That's like playing the Lakers though. Back in the day, it's like, well, oh, I know, right? It's not even fair. When Spurs too, yeah. Even when Melo was on the team, like playing Kobe, R.I.P. Bro, rest in peace. Right. It's so shitty. That sucks, dude. Cause so shitty. I don't. 
like I was talking with with Max, my roommate, and it's like we've never had anybody this like iconic die. That were like from. I mean, Robin Williams. Yeah, but I'm saying like this guy is he's like pretty a, young. Robin, but, I mean, but he was globally known though. He's like the second most re- recognizable basketball player yeah, of all time. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, only not right. Michael Jordan. You're right. Like everybody loves Kobe Bryant. You're right. Well, and he did so many good things. Yeah. Aspen trial aside, um, yeah, he did a lot of great things for people. He had a lot of good charities, and you know, um, he coached a lot of teams and had his his basketball camps and stuff. And he, he was an inspiration to a lot of people. He was um, a competitor though, but it's just like, I'm not a huge fan. Um, no. when he, he was he playing all the fucking time, he but man, he was really good. <laughs> it's like, damn. Cause everybody, he was like the LeBron before the LeBron, because he's like the closest thing that we'll ever have to Michael Jordan ever again. It's true. But I was just like, I did get to see him play, which was cool. I, yeah. you know, I got to see him uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, and he stomped us. Kobe's good, man. <laughs> I think he dropped forty-five on us that night. It was I found tickets to the game on the ground. It's him and uh, him and Jordan forever, man. Those guys yeah. were best. LeBron. What do you think about changing the logo? You think the you think that's a good idea? Yeah, yes think, and I mean, no, but I don't think the league will do it because of the whole legal scandal. thing scandal. Yeah, which. Do, do I know if he did it or not? I don't think he did, but I can see where it's like it looks bad, and it's I don't know. I wasn't there that night, so I can't really say if he did or not. But I, I would hope not. Yeah, but yeah, I I have mixed feelings on that, and it's it's a very touchy subject. So I don't like to get into those kind of discussions on this show because I don't know they just they just get dicey, right? Um, I, I will say that I don't think anyone anyone can really point the finger at anyone in that situation. There's, there's, I don't know, man. See, even saying that, I sound like a dickhead. I don't know. <laughs> like, I just, I just say like I don't know what really I don't know happened, what happened, but yeah, it's but it's, it's, it's like how I feel about Michael Jackson. I, I, I don't know. Yep, like, but I, those people I, got their money and everything was fine. So. It, well, I'm just the whole thing is I don't know what happens. I hope that they wouldn't do it. That'd be really awful if they did. Yeah. I just you know, I feel like things that that really happen. Let me look at Bill Cosby. That dude is now in prison because people stuck that shit out. They didn't take the buyouts. They right. didn't take the, you know, here we'll give you this amount of money to stop your case. No, they were like, fuck that. We have a case. Dude. So it's like there there are times when people that drop the case for a bunch of money it just it makes me suspicious you know what I mean not saying that oh, that's every case or you know even Kobe's case I can't even say that but like it is very suspect when you have this uh, accusation and and you just take a big multi million dollar buyout and just call it good right you know. I feel like if I'm not, I can't, I'm not a woman, so I can't really say for sure. But like, I feel like if I was a woman and that shit happened to me, I would see that shit to the end. I would see it till that fool was in prison, you know, for, for the violations. Right. Like, I, I just, I don't know, mixed feelings. Anyway, with that, we're going to take a quick break. 
Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the new movie trailers that have come out. We're going to be much more uplifting. Um, a lot more uplifting, for sure. Um, and I was about to say, it took a dark turn there. <laughs> it really did. Uh, Fuck. Sorry, guys. Well, Sorry. you know, we were just trying to... It got sad with Kobe. It, it did get sad, and it and but it it's sucks, like but. A, a worldwide icon, though. That's crazy. Yeah, and you know, I got the I got the Niners. Evan's got the Chiefs. This is the Twist My Arm podcast. Evan is finally. Did you finally get those tickets? Yeah. Yeah. Are you lying to me right now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got to put it in a certain way. It's okay. I'm just excited. I know yeah. this is like eight months away now, but I'm fucking stoked. Stoked about it. You know what I'm not stoked about? What? Fast Nine. It's Holy like, shit! Did you see that trailer? Oh, dude, it was <laughs> stupid. It's like a, it's a person's coming fire. back from the past, and it's like rocket car and all this stupid. Dude, uh. the Fast and Furious franchise is like the Walmart Marvel brand because everybody dies, but everybody comes back to life. Right. You know what I mean? Like everyone in comics always dies, but then comes back somehow. Don't I mean, you, didn't Michelle Rodriguez die at some point in that? Well, series? she she flipped over and died, and then Paul Walker, obviously, oh, yeah. he died yep. in real life. Um, but yeah, sad. Um, but well, she, like, Han died. The the Asian guy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's he's the guy he's, that he's comes back. back. Yep. Like the most yep. unlikely fucking guy. They spend like a good, you know time of being like oh i'm sad about han and all like he was the and main he's, guy he's the main guy in what tokyo drift like yeah. he was the main dude with the cars but he was like the ludicrous of tokyo drift okay but yeah it's just like okay we're really stretching it right now yeah, this man. is this is another way that vin diesel can try to get a paycheck without getting one from i am groot yeah and john cena apparently why? <laughs> well, it's because they need an, they need another tough guy because The Rock was seriously gonna beat the shit out of Vin Diesel. So he's like, Vin Diesel's like, I'm a fucking producer on this shit. Oh so yeah, that's like, right. Peace. That's so right. Then, Him and The Rock had some some falling out. That's why they have the Hobbs and Shaw series right? now. Oh my god! But it's just it's just so ridiculous to me. Let this series die just they should have just away. ended it when it paul away. walker died like on fast seven like i was like that was even stretching it too because they're like driving through buildings and shit in the cars i'm like what is going on here yeah next they're gonna be in space have they been in space yet dude i think they might have been <laughs> they might have actually been had really? the cars in space or something. <laughs> 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 these fucking guys have done it all you know we're gonna go to the moon I'm gonna oh, I can't it. even handle it. One holy shit! That's so. I'm gonna. I'm gonna handle ridiculous. it. One quarter moon mile a minute. <laughs> <laughs> one quarter light year at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man! Like, I I didn't even get through the whole trailer, so I didn't even know that that Han guy was back because he's. It's at the end of the trailer, right? Like, I stopped watching it when John Cena came in, and they said it was Dom's brother. I was like, <laughs> I, just, I was like, oh yeah, okay, dude. I can't, I can't unsee that meme now, where it's Ernest, one. Ernest P. Whirl and fucking Jerry O'Connell, oh, yeah, and it's just John Cena. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, <laughs> looks exactly totally. If that was the offspring of those two guys, for oh sure. my god, yeah, and I just uh, as soon as they were like, oh yeah, it's his, it's his long lost brother that broke out of prison. I'm like, nope, done. I'm not even gonna finish this trailer, let alone see the fucking movie. God, I couldn't. 
awful. One trailer that I that we did see, I don't know, I don't know if you you saw it. I don't know if we talked about it yet. But the Black Widow trailer. No, we did talk about it. I'm sorry. I still haven't seen it. Um there's the uh the Sonic trailer. Did you see that one? Yeah, I just don't think it's going to be good, bro. I think it'll be I think it'll be better. I hope that Jim Carrey can save this fucking dumpster fire of a movie. Um I'm they spent like 20 extra million dollars to like redo Did you hear, the whole movie. They spent all that extra money and then that whole studio got shut down. The one that redid the whole Sonic. Why? The, I don't know. They just shut it down and everyone got laid off. Because they probably went bankrupt. Uh, probably. Like, well, you, you promised us a movie that was going to be good. Yeah. So you have to remake <laughs> all of it. Now you're done. Now you're just done. You're done. Ah, yeah, I, I had things about Black Widow, but then I, I remembered like immediately that we talked about this on a, on an earlier podcast and right. I can't, I can't just rehash old things. So, so the Sonic trailer just had to do there. Sorry. We had to throw a left turn in. Um, have you watched anything new lately? Yeah. So I've been on like a, like a crime investigation kick lately. Okay. And just some weird shit. So like. I watched um, You with Penn Badgley. Like, Isn't that, doesn't that have the guy from Always Sunny too? Always Sunny. Dennis? I, maybe. Maybe it's in the second season? I can't remember. I thought that Dennis was the, I'm going to look it up right now. We should, I mean, obviously look it up because Dub. But, anyways, on, on. but anyways, yeah. So it's basically this guy, he falls in love with this girl and. He's just a creeper. And it's kind of like if Dexter meets American Psycho, where it has that inner monologue. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, and it's just, it's addicting. It's an addicting show. Like, this guy is just fucking crazy. Okay. Let me, I'm looking it up right now. Um, but highly, you know, check it out. People, everyone's been watching it. It's been a pretty solid show. Maybe it's not him. Maybe I just thought it was him because it looks exactly like him. It's, it's not. Dennis no, it's because it's the same idea of Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> the Dennis system? <laughs> Where he's <just laughs> Dude, it truly is. If you watch that, like, once I saw that that meme, I couldn't, I couldn't look at the show the same. But it was, it's a good show, bro. Okay. I'll, uh, you know, I'll have to check it out. Um, I feel like an idiot because I, I thought that it was Dennis in there, but it's, no, about, it's about a stalker, right? Yeah, it's basically a stalker. Okay. You, you just got to watch it. It's, okay. It's a good right. one. Um, I watched this new show called Daybreak. Have you ever heard of this show? No. Is it good? It's a Netflix original. Okay. Um, And... Oh my god, it's it's ridiculous. So it's it's about a bunch of high schoolers. Um here, high school outcast Josh is searching for his missing girlfriend in post-apocalyptic Glendale. He's joined by a group of misfits, Angelica and and his former bully Wesley. On the way, they face many weird things. So it's yeah, it's a, it's an apocalyptic setting. Um and the and the only and people the main character happens to be named Josh. I know, it's so stupid. But um, so the only survivors of this apocalypse, it was like a nuclear okay. apocalypse that went off in this town of Glendale. Oh, is this the one where the, oh no. Like and, and the teenagers all survived. Like all the kids survive. 
but for some reason, like, I mean, obviously people died from the blast and stuff, but like, if, if you were, if you survived and you were in your teens, like if you were a teenager and younger, you didn't have any issues, but if you survived and you were an adult, you were like, they called them ghoulies and it's basically a zombie. But, but then on the flip side, some of these ghoulies are like, you find out that some of them can still talk and like function properly. Like they, they still are, you know, coherent enough, not, but they still eat people. Like they eat, you know, meat, like cannibals. Okay. So it basically like this nuclear apocalypse turns all these adults into cannibals. Mm. And one of the, the principal of the school is Matthew Broderick. And he's one of the adult survivors that ends up like, you know, he, he, eats people <laughs> there's a scene <laughs> what? where <laughs> what is this on again it's on netflix it's called daybreak oh my goodness and seriously like like matthew broderick at one point keeps talking about um his berry shakes berry shakes he's like right. ah, i love my berry shakes and then come to find out that berry shakes are made out of a kid named barry <laughs> he's like cutting pieces off of berry and turning it into like shakes spoiler alert bro yeah, I mean, I'm just, it's, that's not a huge spoiler because You're like, there's a lot that you see before that even happens. But like, yeah, it's, it's that kind of dark comedy, you know, and okay. it's fucking, it's a surprisingly great show. Uh, Kylie and I got through it in a couple days, you know, it's, yeah. it's only 10 episodes. It's not very long. Um, I just like when you can just go binge right through Oh, yeah, and we totally binged through it. Like it's, But then it just sucks because then you're like, man, I just spent like three days binging on this shit, and then they're not going to have new episodes for like a year and a half. Well, the good <laughs> thing is this came out in 2019, so it's still fairly new, but not like this last week. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it came out a few months ago. But um, it's like, yeah, it, I mean, all the kids are divided up into different factions. It's so fucking funny because there's like... You know how schools have cliques? Yeah. Well, now this post-apocalyptic world has cliques. Oh, so you got, like, the cheerleaders and, like, all the jocks and stuff. And, like, the jocks are all dressed in their pads and stuff, and they look like Mad Max characters. And, like, <laughs> they kind of have it in a Mad Max setting. And it's just, it's so ridiculous and over-the-top and dark and hilarious. I just, I can't recommend it enough. It's got a bunch of no-name actors. Uh, the only one, like I said, Matthew Broderick. Okay. He's he's the the famous one. There's a if you've seen it or you watch it, there's a Lion King reference that's very small and okay. subtle, but it's it's really funny. Um, okay. I'll have to check it out. It's on Netflix. Yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna spoil this Lion King reference because you're not even gonna notice it when you watch it. I know. I know. So they're fighting. Matthew Broderick, he's, he's a, a villain, obviously. And uh, he, they're fighting. He's fighting someone. Yeah. And they're, like, fighting around a fire. And I don't know if you remember in Lion King, the original cartoon, Matthew Broderick played adult Simba. Yeah. He was the adult Simba. Yeah. And he had that big battle with Scar where, like, they're on Pride Rock and it's all yeah, and slow. He's, and he's all like, fuck you, kill I killed Mufasa. Yeah. And boom. Yep. Murders him, dude. Totally. And so there's that one scene where Scar's looking at him and he's like giving him that fucking monologue and Scar just like flips up all the embers, yeah. all the like fire and the embers, you know? And so in Daybreak, they do the same thing to Matthew Broderick. 
he like kicks up a bunch of embers from this fire into Matthew Broderick's face. And it's such a Lion King throwback. <laughs> that like That's awesome. I mean, and it's it's almost identical to the scene in Lion King too. It's so fucking funny. I, I don't know, man. I highly recommend I like Matthew Broderick though. And he has a predominant role in it well, for sure. Well, He's great. Man, Ferris. All time greatest movie. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. one of the all time best movies of all oh, so good. But um what else? I've watched Oh, don't fuck with cats, bro. I've heard so much about this show. Dude, it was addicting when you're watching it. You're like, oh man. Because it doesn't show where the cats get killed, but you're just like, why would somebody do this? And then yeah. they post it out there. And then these people are like, fuck that. You shouldn't be doing that to killing cats and shit. So they try to find where he's at to get his ass busted. And they're like, they're like internet, um, like kind of like people that just chill on the internet and troll people and shit. Yeah. But so, isn't it about like a real life murderer though? Yeah, dude. He, like murders, catch- he murders cats and shit. And then they, he starts like... Just, he's crazy dude he's all over the world they can't find him all these people are just privately trying to find him for like three years and they can't oh my god like they're he gives little clues in there to like clue the people in and where he's at like interesting I and he, you like, know the wants. name just the name alone scares me well it's one of the most interesting like crazy things I've ever seen I was just like why would somebody do this? And then, <laughs> no, it's just like, it just keeps like layers out to like, whoa, this is like way bigger than just some guy that just killed fucking cats. It's horrible. Okay. It goes off. Okay. Dude, it, it's, it's <sighs> like a Kevin, it seems like it's like that movie seven, you know, it's like a Kevin Spacey movie where it's like something's <laughs> fucked up. His name is forbidden. <sighs> <laughs> That's another one that bites the dust because yeah, he was no a good shit. actor. Right. So, um, I the more I hear about the show, the more I feel like I need to check it out because it seems like it's it's more of a murder mystery than it is about this dude torturing cats. It just kind of reminds me of Dexter. Again, another show that reminds you of Dexter. Well, yeah, because it's like because it's about a murderer. Well, no, it's it's just you'll have to see it. Okay. I'll just say you'll have you'll be like oh man, this reminds me of Dexter. Word, and just just like the other one, you. Is, that reminds you of Dexter. So all these shows, just are you on a Dexter kick? Are you like missing Dexter or something or what? No, because you, it's like, but no. The only <laughs> thing that's why it's similar is you, um, American Psycho, and Dexter always has that inner monologue where he's like talking, but it's other shit's going on right right i know what you're talking about so that's how it is all right all right i'll have to check those out for sure um what else you know i haven't i haven't really done much else i i've been getting through mr robot and that's been pretty cool but it got it's got too crazy in like season three where i'm just ah. yeah but i rewatched community that show is I just caught, phenomenal I, I caught a few of them with you um, I haven't watched a lot of them. Chevy Chase is in it. Donald Glover's in it. Uh, Ken Jeong is in it. Um, John Oliver is in a few episodes. Allison Brie. Allison Brie. Um, I mean, that it's such a good. The other cast, chick from like, that. Oh, did you ever check out Love? 
No. That was uh, a good one. It has that. Oh, what's her name from that show? From Community. From Community? Is the it one the, that Joel McHale always likes. Oh, the the blonde girl. Oh, yeah. my God. What's her name? Um, I don't even know. But basically, she... I can't even tell you. She gets into a relationship with this uh, this nerdy guy, but he's pretty funny. Okay. All right. I yeah. It's I, a Judd Apatow uh, production. Other than, other than Daybreak, I mean Community. Who was that? Who was that? Who was that? Um, uh, Jillian Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Community's hilarious. It, it it only lasted for a good six seasons. Um, uh, but it was made by Dan Harmon, guy who does Rick and Morty. Um, hilarious. <laughs> Such a good fucking show. It's a good one. If you ever get a chance, it's on Hulu. Check it out. Um, but, but what I've been doing mostly, uh, I got Pokemon Shield for what? the Switch. Yeah. Um, I know I'm a little late to the party. Pokemon Sword and Shield came out in November. Um, but I've had Call of Duty since then, so I've been playing that. Um, I finally decided to get Shield. Everyone I know has gotten Sword, so I decided that I would get Shield. <laughs> and I've really enjoyed it. It's. Did you ever play the old Pokemon games? Like yeah, like red all, and blue. Oh and yeah, yellow. The and Game Boy ones. Gold and silver and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then I played the Pokemon Stadium. Sure, for sixty four. Yeah. Yeah, did and I liked. Uh, what was it? The GameCube one was really cool too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but this. I mean, this. It's for Switch. Um, this game right here, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I fully believe that this game marks the death of Nintendo 3DS. I think that this right here is going to get everyone that has a DS or a 3DS to buy a Switch so they can get the new Pokemon game. Um, that is one of the biggest cult Clever. followings of DS was Pokemon players. Yeah. Everyone wanted to get that or Animal Crossing and Animal Crossing is coming out for Switch here soon as well. So I just I feel like they're getting rid of their DS systems, getting out of those handheld systems and just strictly going to the Switch because it's yeah. it's basically a handheld system anyway. So um, it's a smart design, though. It is, and and, and the graphics are fantastic. It's more it's more cost effective. Yeah, definitely. And they don't have to make two different systems or two games. And I mean, they, it, I don't know. It's wonderful. I love it. The graphics are smooth. Could you let Trevin for me, please? This fucking bitch. She's just scratching at the door. She's interrupting this conversation. Come on. God. Here she is. The center of attention. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this Pokemon game, the, the graphics are great. Smooth as hell. Um, the, the, the system, obviously, is the same as it used to be. You, you battle, you... Um, level up, you know, it's an RPG. Okay. It's, it's just like the old games, except they have an open world aspect in it now where you, you go to, they're called wild areas and you find, you know, really strong Pokemon and it's kind of, it's very reminiscent of let's go Eevee or let's go Pikachu where you can see these Pokemon in the grass and you can choose which ones you want to fight. And, um, it's just very... You know, as a as a Pokemon player of so many of those different games, like it's 
it's so smooth now. It makes it, they just make it so much easier to, to get things to, that you need instead of having to go blindly walk in a bunch of tall grass until you found that rare Pokemon. You just go look around for that rare Pokemon and you can find it. Obviously there are, when you're walking in the grass, there are some surprises that pop up and it, and it, it's more rare, but like for the most part, they, uh, they made it a lot more streamlined for, okay. for everyone, for adults, for kids, for anyone that has a switch. Um, so it got easier a little bit, a lot of it actually. <laughs> I mean the level up system, you, you remember back on blue and red days you had to, did you're just like going around you're, Yeah, and you're like, you're starting Pokemon or whoever you threw out first is the one that got the experience points. And that's the one that you leveled up until you switched them out and then you leveled up somebody else. Like the way I do it is I know I would level up a Pokemon till level 20 and then get to the next one and then level that one up to 20 and then the next one to 20, like over and over and over again. Um, In later games, actually, I think even in the first ones, they came out with the experience share. After you caught a certain amount of Pokemon, you would get the, the experience share and it would divide experience between your whole team, um, which was really cool. But in Sword and Shield, all of your Pokemon just get experience, like no matter what. So any battle you're in, everyone gets experience, and it makes it so much easier to level them up. And you still have to grind. There's still a grinding aspect to it. And um, the RPG, you know, like aspect. But it's not nearly as much of a grind, I don't feel like. And... And the grind is fun. It's not like, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like you're sitting there for hours, just like, ugh, mindlessly going through it. It feels like you're finding new things and all the, all the time, you know, that it's, right. it's big enough to where it's, it's a lot of fun. So if you haven't picked up Pokemon Sword or Shield and you have a Switch, you should definitely pick that up. So how many twists would you give that? I'd give it a nine out of 10. For sure. Okay. It's a good one. Let's check it out. Um, Clerks 3 is back on. Like, Jane Silent Bob is such a hit that everyone's like, yeah, 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 let's let's just keep going with those. Keep, right. keep them coming, Kevin. Which is great. I'm okay. down for that because I like, I like all those movies. <laughs> I think out of the three, so he's doing, Jane, he did the Jane Silent Bob, he's doing Clerks, and he's doing Mall Rats. I think out of the three, whichever one comes out next is going to be the best. Okay. Hopefully it's... No, it's probably going to be Clerks 3 that he's going to put out next. Yeah, and then Mallrats. I don't... Whichever one comes out next is going to be better than the one that follows it. That's a bummer because I like Mallrats. It's probably my favorite one from him. I always wanted to have a sequel. I just feel like... I just feel like you get burnt out trying to do all that shit all at once. And with the amount of stuff that Kevin Smith does, like he's going to be super stoked for this next one. But then after that one is done, he's going to be like, ah, yeah, let's just hurry up and finish this bullshit. <laughs> or he just takes a break. Maybe. Might just take a break. So I was just Wait a l- couple years and... That's that's when you just have to go like Trent Reznor on it. If, you, if it takes five years to make an album, I'm like, all right, it's going to be worth it because this guy just put like everything into it for five years and just made it good. Yeah. You might get four or five albums out of those artists, but... Then it just felt like it was all rushed, though, because he's like, I just want to get out of my record contract. Let's get out of this. Shit. 
And now he's won a... Won, I just want to be done. Uh, Academy Award. He's won a Grammy. Trent Reznor, dude. He's, and they Hall of Fame. Talk about that. Nine Snails inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah? Yep. That's cool. I guess. I guess. What's wrong with you? I didn't. I don't really pay attention to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I guess I don't. I don't Dude. know, man. It's fine. Pick me up for Josh. <laughs> Fire Festival's Andy King is now the new spokesman for Evian Water. <laughs> How does that even happen? That's the guy that. Dude, he was willing to, like, go the distance for the team. To get water, right? Yeah, he's like, dude. Otherwise, there's no water for this festival. Like he's, he's like, you have to go, and you have to go fix this. Like the main guy, that's fucked up, dude. And this guy was gonna just, oh man. Yeah, it's crazy to me that he actually is a spokesman for water now. Like, what? Just, what are those slogans gonna be like? <laughs> They're gonna get clever, dude. <laughs> you know. This, this water doesn't blow. I mean, like, what <laughs> What kind of slogans are they going to have? Dude. Oh, man. I think it's going to be hilarious. Um, we got one more. Let's, let's do one more, and then we'll wrap this shit up. Okay. So. We'll be a little more planned on the next episode. Justin will be with us, so. Uh, oh, we have to be uplifting, though. Damn it. Okay, so ex-professor faces charges for allegedly blowing almost two million dollars or 200 200k in grant money and strippers and food and itunes grant money so he took money from the school yeah (laughs) holy shit let's let's hear more so at one point ah man i don't i can't even pronounce this guy's name sorry we'll call him k c k c n was the, C. <laughs> was the head of the electrical engineering department at Drexel. Now Philadelphia's district attorney's office says he was charged with felony counts of unlawful taking and theft by deception by for abusing federal grant money. What the fuck? Still grants from the Navy, Department of Energy, and the National Science Foundation for over a 10-year period. Of this money is spent close to 96000 in federal funds at adult entertainment venues and sports bars between the years of 2010 to 20 was it 2017 Holy another shit. was it and then another 89,000 was blown on iTunes purchases and food <laughs> damn dude this guy just went nuts wow inappropriately and criminally diverted tens of thousands of dollars to allocated for research purposes towards his own personal enjoyment that is insane. <laughs> if found guilty, he could serve 14 years behind bars. Holy shit. So, I mean, how do you even... I don't know anything about schooling, I guess. But, like, how do you... You just get grant money from the government? Like, well, they give you if money? If you're, like, the head of a department... The, oh! If it's, like a, if it's, like, a public... You're getting, college. like, department funding, so yeah. you're supposed to buy, like beakers and things <laughs> he's all just buying, and buying like private airplanes to oh on vacations and shit holy shit <laughs> on strippers it says i'm like damn dude what oh, is this guy wow. doing that's that's incredible 
I mean, he's like a catch me if you can in real life. Yeah, like, kinda. New age one. Wow. I mean, that's fucked up. I hope, I hope he gets some jail time because it's fucked up. You're messing with the kids' educations to go see strippers. That's fucked up. <laughs> Get out of here. <sighs> I think we're gonna end on that. It is. Man, we're gonna end on that one for sure. <laughs> Um, it's been good being back. Uh, we do have this new board here, as you can hear. We are, you know, back online. Yep. And it's good. It's good. It's good to be back podcasting and everything. So we would have been back a little earlier, but things happen. Um, and we just had to kind of deal with it. So we are going to be more consistent. We're going to have episodes every week. Um, new guests and things, and we're going to keep everybody posted on the Riot Fest details for, uh, we'll have to think of a clever name to, to call that week. Tw- twist My Riot Week? Right. Something, Twist My Riot Fest Week? I don't know, we'll, we'll think of something cool, but, um, I do want to thank everyone for listening and for continuing to listen and support the show. Um, if you're new to the show, you can email us at twistmarmpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think. You can always call us and leave us a voicemail at 508-93-TWIST. Um, if you do leave us a voicemail, we will more than likely play it on the show. We do support the local musicians, and we try to play as much local music as we can. So if you're in a band or you're an artist out there, and you'd like us to play some of your music during our breaks or our intros, just hit us up, twistmarmpodcast at gmail.com, and we will get that get that going um yeah like us everywhere on social media everywhere you can find us just search twist my arm we're pretty much on everything um you can hear us on anything too whatever whatever you listen to as far as podcasts go besides spotify you can hear us just search (laughs) twist my arm sounds good yeah again thank you guys for listening my name is josh my name is evan we're the twist my arm podcast we'll talk at you next week the Twist My Arm crew thanks you for listening to this episode of the Twist My Arm Podcast. The Twist My Arm Podcast theme song was written and performed by the Hot Dang.